Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown Show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness. And who it rained like a crazy last night, didn't it? Yeah, Benny? but we need it. We did. I like I like it actually. That's mm-hmm. one of the reasons mm-hmm. I live in Seattle, right? Another reason why more rain keeps people away. Yeah. We're full. Go <laughs> yeah, away. Yeah, we're full. Or go away. Go yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, it's really not full. very nice here. Yeah, that's, that's right. terrible. <laughs> Although, you know, I posted this beautiful video that someone did of Seattle and I went, oh, oh. You know, like, hashtag I love where I live, that kind of a thing. You know, like, I'm still a fan of the area. It is a little gloomier. It can get to some people. But you know what? It's always green for the most part here. We love it. Everything's within driving distance, walking distance. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Well, um, you know, we're called the Emerald City for a reason. Yeah, we don't have to fight any tornadoes or, you know, or any hurricanes. We're on the other side of the rainbow. Right. That's what we are. Yeah. The best side. The best side. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely right. So um, you're going to be so glad you tuned in this morning. We've got a wonderful subject that uh, I just can't wait to hear more about. And, of course, this has been a very, very busy week. Mm -hmm. I did a special cacao and crystal bowl healing concert Sunday night, and it was sold out. We had a wonderful time. And uh, people got lots of messages about their life, which is always makes my heart glad. Next month, we've got another uh, Crystal Bowl concert on Saturday evening, July 27th, at Bala Yoga in Kirkland. And get your tickets through Bala Yoga. And for those of you that are continuing on with your training in Reiki, the Reiki 2 class will be Saturday, July 6th at Reiki Oasis, which I run Reiki Oasis for the last 24 years. So there we are. Uh, The Temple of the Divine Feminine in July is meeting Saturday, July 21st, and it's going to be right around the Feast of Mary Magdalene. So we're going to be doing some special ceremonies in there. And if you want to be part of that, we do meet once a month. It is for women only. It is really a uh, what I call a sacred women's circle and, uh, oh, I don't know, the women that come are very special. They're very loving. We have a great time. And you are more than welcome to check that out and sign up at schedule.reikioasis.com. Thank you to all my Patreons. Every little dollar helps because this is not free. No. But it is really worth it, right? We're just trying to figure out. <laughs> Benny's not in his head. <laughs> I mean, it's we, free for you. We, that's right. We've got to, you know, work a little bit behind the scenes, too. Yeah, so to we speak. do. I, mean, you know. I got to take care of Benny over yeah. there, right? You know, because the guy's awesome. Oh, he's stop. It's not just say, about me. He's a great producer. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said that, sun comes out. I know. I, See? I, I, See? I, you know, the That's clap. what happens, people. <laughs> Talk about money. You bring it forward, and the sun comes out. That is right. Yeah. So a quick little astrology check-in. We've had an amazing week with an active and fabulous sky up there. In the first part of the week, Venus was across from Jupiter and in an intense conversation with Neptune. And Neptune's sometimes known as the great disruptor anyway. We've had Neptunian energies in the air since late May. And Neptune's been talking to Mercury and the sun. And now it's talking to Venus Last month, it was about what were we thinking? (laughs) What were we thinking? What? How are we feeling, right? Then what do we think? Who do we think we are in our power? And now it's all about our heart. So if you've been having some heart stuff go on this week, 
it could be part of that. What do you really want in your heart of hearts, my listeners? Where does your joy come from? Have you lost connection with joy? With Jupiter across from Venus in the sky, there's a propensity to overdo. And with Neptune there, sometimes we don't see things exactly as they are. We can either be overly optimistic or we can be overly pessimistic. So this is a good time to step back. It's not a good time to jump forward into great big huge projects. It's like just be patient. Just be patient. Just catch your breath. Take a few moments. Step back. Don't overindulge. Take care of yourself. And this is really a balancing time of, you know, how much do you give to other people? Do you just give, give, give? And what about your own self? What about your own beautiful self? What about your body? Maybe it's time for some fun, lighter energy. Maybe it's time to get some more clarity. And, oh, boy, you'll be glad to hear that that's what's going to happen starting today and tomorrow going into the weekend. So the energies will lighten up a bit. And, of course, it's going to enter us right into July and the second eclipse season of 2019, which is going to kick off with a total new moon solar eclipse a new moon solar eclipse that's a solar eclipse in case you're confused in the sign of cancer on july 2nd and while very intense this energy around the eclipse is like a fresh breeze entering the room ah so if things have felt stagnant stuck or sticky for you this eclipse is a wonderful opportunity to shake things loose and to begin moving forward. And that just makes me just exhale right there and go, ah, thank goodness. So maybe we're going to make it, make it on to the other end. So hang in there. I always tell people, they're always like, Loretta, you're always saying there's so much going on. And I go, there is, there's always something going on. And isn't that what life is all about? And speaking of light and speaking of energy, I have a wonderful guest on my show today. I am looking forward to it. Did you know that you, all of you, hold the power to heal yourself right at your fingertips? It's available all the time, anywhere you go. Mm-hmm. I see Benny's doing it. My guest today is Alexis Brink. She is one of the world's foremost authorities on the subject of Jinshin. Jinshin is for healing. She is the head of Jinshin Institute in New York City. And Alexis shares the power of this holistic treatment with her new book, The Art of Jinshin, the Japanese practice of healing with your fingertips. I love that. (laughs) Thank you, Betty. Welcome to the show, Alexis. It's great to have you. Hi, Loretta. I'm so Happy to be here. I am too. You know, I I practice Reiki, and so I was really looking forward to having you on the show and talk about Jinshin because I don't know that much about it, and I think I should. Mm. So, can you tell? Can you just tell us a little bit about um, yourself and how did you get into Jinshin? Mm-hmm. Uh, let me start by saying that uh, Jin, the art of Jinshin is a form of energy medicine, and it comes from Japan. So it's similar to acupuncture, but instead of needles, we use our hands. And so there is this whole system that 
practice that is based on self-help. And so that was this book is about, and we'll talk about that today. Um, as for myself, I came from Holland uh, 30 years ago to be a dancer, and I got injured. And somebody guided me to this lady who became my teacher, Philomena Dooley. And uh, Philomena asked me, so what's going on with you? And I said, I have this knee injury. And she did something with my toes. She tweaked it. And I went back to rehearsals the next day. And I was struggling with this for really a couple of years. It was, uh, And I couldn't really get it under control. So I took one of her workshops the following week. And I was... I, didn't understand what she was saying, uh, or much of it, because I'd never really looked into energy work. But there was something about it that made so much sense to me. And I think it was just this feeling of uh, belonging to something that's bigger than myself. And so that really was my first introduction to it. Um, So you were going to be a dancer, and you were injured. And so Jinjin sort of introduced itself into your life. But I I get this idea that you really connected with it. it yeah. Yeah. I, I, re- I really connected with it so much so that I said, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. And uh, so I slowly uh, gave up dancing and uh, became a practitioner. And the beautiful thing about uh, the art of Jinshin is that it's really, you can grow with it. I've been practicing now for 30 years and I'm still learning. So in a you know, in a in a way, it's a lifetime study, and in another way, it is as simple as holding a finger and getting into the breath. And I want to talk a little bit more about that later. Mm-hmm. Uh, why do you call it an art rather than like a technique? And I also noticed that you know, just sort of looking around, that um, there's jinshin and there's jinshin jitsu. Are those the same thing, or are they different? Yes, they are the same thing. Okay. Uh, the father, the founder of Jinshin Jitsu was Jirmarai in Japan. And so after a lot of thought, he named it Jinshin Jitsu, where Jin means person, Shin means creator or creative energy, and Jitsu means art. And um, I found in my 30 years of practice that it, jitsu, the Jinshin Jitsu part is very hard to remember, and it's very little known, so I've decided to translate the word Jitsu and call it the art of Jinshin. So it is completely the same practice. I like it. Um, I really do. I think the art of Jinshin, it brings a different kind of a, a flavor to it, and somehow it makes it a little bit more approachable. I think, um, you know, and please correct me and jump in there, but Jinshin Jitsu, you know, like Sounds like it's a very active martial arts or something. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, since it's so little known, and uh, what I would like to do is open it up to the world. So the first thing is that the people have to remember the name, and particularly for the younger generations and my own children, including they calling it Jinshin, you know. But I just wanted to explain to you a little bit about why it's an art and not a technique. Um, Because there is a vast, technique to it and that's where it's a lifetime study but at the same time it is not we don't apply a technique it is really a skillful creation of uh of of treatment so when somebody comes into me with a symptom i look at the body and 
creatively put together a, a treatment plan. So there, if somebody comes in, let's say, with migraines, um, and somebody, another person comes in with a migraine, they may get different uh, flow patterns. I may treat them differently because we go to the cause of the project, and that we do by listening to pulse in the wrist and reading the body and listening to what the person says, and then as the practitioner putting it together creatively. And so that's the same for self-help. It's, it's an art, so it's not like we're going to go over some what do you do for this, what do you do for that. But when you really get into it, it's about really getting to know and understanding yourself. And you may need different holds at, at different days that feel good. And it's really, uh, it, it, so that's where it's really an art. Well, and if I'm hearing you correctly, because I'm imagining what you're saying. And, and by the way, thank you for going into that a little bit, because I was going to ask you, like, what can a person expect from uh, a Jinshin session? You know, what will they experience? Because I know a lot of people just don't even quite know what you're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let me explain. Um, So we work with 26 safety energy locations. There are 26 on the right side of the body and 26 on the left side of the body. So these are about three-inch areas. Uh, on the body and they because of our lifestyle or because of our genetic predispositions they tend to close and lock and so by holding these uh, locations in different sequences and using your two hands as jumper cables they open up they uh, dissolve it's kind of like a traffic jam and then it dissolves and then the energy can flow freely once again. So if there is no dis-ease or disharmony in the body, that means that all of these 20 safety energy locations are open. So that's what we're working with. If somebody has, for example, headaches, then somewhere there is uh, some congestion, energetic congestion in the body, and Jinshin will help to open that up. So I think you mentioned earlier there's a, a it's similar in some ways to like acupressure or acupuncture is that correct or yes okay. uh, as well as mm-hmm. reiki mm-hmm. really because um, the 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 nice thing about jinshin is is that we tap into universal energy and so when I say we apply our hands as jumper cables when I place my hands on someone. Um, I'm not giving my energy or I'm not taking energy from the person, but it facilitates, uh, it allows for the energy to flow in, in the body of the person that I'm treating. And so that's really the same uh, when you practice on yourself. You don't get too much into trying really hard. If you try too hard, then you kind of stop the flow of energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's that similar in Reiki. Um, yeah, I talk a lot about allowing, right? Yes. Or, or like you say, there's there's an observing, like, you know, sensing, observing. Uh, sounds to me like it's kind of the same thing. And and also, um, how how people hold their body, um, you know, like are their feet in? Are they out? You know, is their head to the side? Do they have one shoulder up? Right. Yeah, that tells me a lot. We call it body reading. And so when somebody mm-hmm. already, when they walk in or, you know, even seeing myself, uh, to see if there's a shoulder that's higher and then where do you go? Where can you then expect the congestion to be? And um, you said something about um, 
you know, observing. And in Jinshin, what we look for is the pulsation. So mm. when you hold something, or let's say we're going to maybe do some exercises later, uh, when you hold a finger gently, you hold these uh, locations gently, then you feel a pulsation come up. And the pulsation is that the energy starts to move. So if you try too hard or you're doing or you're squeezing too hard, you won't feel it. You gently have to let this pulsation come to the fingertips. And that's the energy starting to spiral. It's starting to spiral all the way to core and then back to surface. So actually to the, from skin surface to skeletal and back. And, you know, that's why energy work is so effective because it goes that deep. Yeah, I'm thinking about that while you're talking, because when I was reading your book, and by the way, for the listeners, um, uh, my guest is Alexis Spring. Her book is The Art of Jinshin. By the way, this is a beautiful book, Alexis. It's It's just beautiful. It's got wonderful illustrations. I think it's easy to understand. There's a lot of information in it. But um, you, you mentioned, you know, the hands, and we may be jumping around a little bit in the interview, but... Um, this idea of holding holding a finger and then waiting for a pulse mm-hmm. and that's what you call you know looking for the for the pulsation or listening to it or sensing it somehow yeah yes yeah so um yes yeah, we do place the hands on the body so again there's these 26 locations they're placed all over the body and then there's the fingers and so the fingers is Holding each of the fingers is the easiest way to access uh, starting to balance the energy, harmonize the energy in the body. Does it matter if you hold the right hand or the left hand? And I don't know if it's too much information, but why the fingers? What do they represent? What do they? Yeah. Uh So your first question is a very interesting one. Um, So the way we look at it, what we learn about looking at the right side of the body. Uh, the right side has to do with our lifestyle, and um, so if somebody is very stressed at work and they have a lot going on, that would show up in the right side of the body. And the left, and environmental, it's like today, what's going on, uh, our diet, things like that. And then on the left side is more older trauma or genetic projects. So you can ask yourself, are, mo- are most of my... Um, projects, and I want to go into this in a minute, are, are most of them on the right side or are the, on the left side of the body? And that tells you if you're more in the doing, the right side, and the daily living stress, or if it's more on the left side, the trying too hard, trying um, of life, and the genetic and older stuff. And so that's how it shows up, and it's very, very telling. And then one more thing we call... Um, we call problems, we, we turn them into projects because they're fun to work with. So rather than calling it a problem, <laughs> I'll call it a project. Yeah, so we're working on the project. Yes. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, more positive. Yeah, it and is fun. more positive. Hopefully there's an end to that project, right? You know, there's some kind of You'll be surprised. <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> it's, it's very, very effective, and that's why I'm still with it. And that's also one of the reasons why I wrote this book. I really think that more people should know about it because it's so effective. Mm-hmm. I think you have a, a story in there somewhere about when you um, were, were choking or your throat was swelling and you're, you told your children who were under the age of five to um, help you, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked very well as a, a 911 kind of situation as well, as happened to me several times on an airplane when people were fainting. Mm. And you know, there's not much that they can do. That was called a doctor. You know, they're a doctor, so I would go and check it out. And with the gentian, uh, like this, uh, one or two simple holes, people always come back. And it's happened many times to me, flying back and forth to Europe all the time. It's mm. happened many times that uh, I was able to help someone in an airplane. I think that's wonderful. I, I really do. Like yeah. like you say, it's the uh, the healing is at your fingertips, and so you just have it with you all the time. It doesn't require special equipment. Yeah, it it doesn't, and that's what is uh, so nice. I think that's also nicer uh, because I had uh, experience with acupuncture, and it's just the treatment is very very nice and pleasant, and using the hands is just very gentle and. And comfortable. Yeah, and I, I was going to ask why the hands. Um, you know, this is a, a Japanese technique. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, when I was uh, studying Reiki, I studied you know all through the history of of kind of getting an idea of how these things came forward. And of course, I'm I'm a Western girl, right? You know, I'm not Japanese, so I don't know a lot of the things about the culture. Mm-hmm. But um, they used to have something called palm healing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of think maybe some things came out of that, this idea that our hands are, are healing. You know, when we hurt ourselves, we naturally put our hand there, don't we? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's also a very interesting point you bring up because it is really an innate part of us. We are born with it. If you think of it, when a baby sucks their thumb, and they're actually helping their digestion. For a baby to suck their thumb is, uh, from perspective of uh, energy medicine, it is exactly the right thing to do. It's uh, appropriate for their age. They're helping their digestion, Mm -hmm. and it helps to harmonize the stomach and spleen energy. So the baby knows how to do that, and we take out the thumb and put in a pacifier so the baby can't help themselves (laughs) in that sense anymore. (laughs) I know. (laughs) <laughs> you know, Alexis, that's a slippery slope. Should we let them suck their thumb or give them a pacifier, you know? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know, but this is something to think about. Or if you yes. think about it, the way a mother, in uh, when they nurse a baby, the way they hold the baby is on the same energy level um, as when a baby sucks their thumb. It's the natural nursing position. And today we have these pillows so that people can multitask <laughs> and sit on their cell phones. So you have to really think about it. Or, for example, when uh, when you think of um, uh, tennis players, when they're on a little break, they always bend over and hold the inside of their knees. And that helps with breathing. Mm. And so we're holding... Uh, points on our bodies all the time that are actually junction points. So it is really natural. It's natural to us anyway. And so if you start to become more aware of it, you see you're doing it anyway. So junction just gives us more of an awareness to where uh, directly to go and what does it mean. And it's really an art of getting to know yourself so you really understand I like your help. I, I like that. I'm thinking about people rubbing their heads or... Or, or putting their hand on their own shoulder, you know, this kind of thing. Or, or even rubbing their hands, you know, we have this 
funny thing where when people are anxious, you know, we say things like they're wringing their hands, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. So they're stimulating these these parts that, uh, you know, that we we use. Or, you know, there's many, many different... I mean, you can start to notice which finger you hold and what does it mean. Um, Again... Do we have some time, Loretta, later to practice a few Oh, moves? yes, we do. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We're going to take a station break in, a, in about a minute, and then we can do whatever you want to do. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, um, yeah, go ahead. Yes. So, again, the art of Jinchen really is the, the um, body, mind, and spirit connection and bringing the three together. We do find all three of those levels uh on our body, where the connection to spirit is in the chest line and the mind in the waistline and the physical parts in the hip line. So all three are very important, and that's where it's all. It, the philosophy of this is, is very important. And I was wondering if you can maybe after the break ask me a little bit about the philosophy, the yes. West, West, Western versus the Eastern. Okay, that would be a really great question to come back in with. So this is Loretta Brown. My guest is Alexa Sprink. She's the author of The Art of Jinshin. And we're going to take a little station break. And yeah, don't go away. Please come right back. You're going to get all kinds of helpful information. Energy is powerful. It's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today. I spend a lot of time in the garage, but even more time in the rain, sleet, and mud. In 95, I helped tow your moving trailer. In 05, I helped you get out of a ditch. Yeah, I know I'm a bit rusty, and sadly in 09, it was sparks from me, your handy chains dragging behind your truck that accidentally started a wildfire. Sparks from dragging chains can start a wildfire. Spark a change, not a wildfire. Visit SmokeyBear.com. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Only you can prevent wildfires. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 AM. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere where you go so many ways to listen self-help healing spirituality and more on alternative talk 1150 yeah i like it sometimes when we touch there it is welcome back to the original loretta brown show i'm the owner of reiki oasis located right here in the greater seattle for the last 24 years 
You can find out more about me at ReikiOasis.com. And also, all these shows with the original Loretta Brown show are archived and they're downloaded for free at the 1150, KKNW 1150 AM archives, as well as a few other places. And for those of you on the video cam, hi, good morning. Thanks so much. My guest today, Alexa Sprink, we are talking about the art of jinshin. We're going to open up the lines. I'm, I'm just going to like emphasize that with a big exclamation point. Um, if you have uh, some kind of a dis-ease, you have a question about how you could use your fingertips, some kind of techniques that would help you with absolutely, I'm going to say anything and everything, uh, Alexis really is the person to talk. She's the head of the Jinshin Institute in New York City. And this is a rare opportunity for you to be able to just um, call on through the radio and get on with her. The number here, 425-373-5527 or 1-888-298-5569. I'll give you the numbers again and you'll want to just dial right in. 425 425- Three seven three five five two seven or one eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine and uh, get some personal help with something. And Alexis, um, I'd like to ask you about the philosophy differences between Western and Eastern philosophies, and uh, hear what you have to say about that. Yes. Well, so since. The art of Jinshin, uh, and it was originally called Jinshin Jitsu, comes from Japan. Um, culturally, the the concept of, of energy and universal energy, uh, it's already there. People are really somehow brought up with it, where to us in the West, it's much more of a new thing. And so Mary Burmeister, who brought the art to the West, she really brought in a lot of the philosophy of it. And... Uh, which is really wonderful, and um, that has it has more to do with the body, mind, and spirit connection. So when Jerome Rai did his research, he used a lot of the information from the Kojiki, and uh, so it's very mystical. As well, he did a lot of research at the Imperial Palace in Japan, and uh, he did also a lot of research on himself. For example. He just ate certain foods for three weeks and see how the energy would move uh, to really observe the energy pathways and then put together this system. Um, Mary Burmeister really brought in uh, also astrology and numerology and made the connections to the body and the vertebrae. And in this way, it's also a lifetime study. You can go on and on study. Like what you said about the astrology in the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, could talk to that a little bit about heart energy and how we can help that, opening up the heart, uh, the uh, relationship uh, of the planet manifests itself in the cervical, in the cervical spine. So we mm. see a relationship, and of course, at the top of the spine, so it's closely connected to the to the heavens. And then the thoracic spine is related to the astrological signs, and then the lumbars are related to the elements. So it gets uh, the 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 level of energetic density changes from from spirit into the body. And uh, so Mary Burmeister talked a lot about that, which is a little bit different concept for us. 
So when people call in, we'll make it really simple and to the body. But yeah. there is this whole other aspect to it, which, which makes this, again, the art and makes it so wonderful. Well, and I'm hearing you talk about different levels of addressing a dis-ease, right? You, yeah. Yes, ab- absolutely. And we, we, we need to do that. We need to, because once a, disarm, a, a symptom is there, it's already manifest in the body. And so we need to go and clear it from um, a, a, an energetic level of um, more ethereal. And uh, so we work with that intention, and that's why it's so effective. We don't just work on the pathways, but we go before it becomes the pathway. Mm. And that's, that's why it is so effective. And I, that's where a lot of the study comes in as well. I love that. Um, while people are, are figuring out that they are actually brave enough to call in, I'm going to give the numbers again. I've got a question for you that maybe will get things rolling a little bit. The numbers here at the radio station, if you want to dial in and call Alexis Brink, ask Alexis Brink a question about something that maybe is bothering you. Um, she's going to give you some help with the art of Jinshin, and the number's 425-373-5527 or one 298-5569. And, you know, Alexis, since you brought it up and we really are in this heart season with Venus, what's something we can do to open our hearts? Mm-hmm. So the easiest thing to do is to hold the little finger. The little finger helps the heart and small intestine energy. Mm-hmm. And so even for people who have heart projects, the little finger is very effective. So uh, when you think of the energy pathway and people have heard of meridians so these flow patterns are similar to meridians right. uh it runs on the little finger line up the arm uh, from the chest into the little finger and that's why people when they have uh, even when they have a heart attack you hear people say oh i have this pain in my left arm yes they and do that's, that's uh-huh. why so that's one of the things and another thing that you can do is to hold uh place your hands on your chest and that will, you will hold safety energy location number 13, which helps creative energy. It helps to open up the heart. And that's also very helpful for anxiety, to just place your hands on your chest and make sure you're breathing. <laughs> yeah, that's probably helpful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I treat people and the energy is not moving, and I realize that they're not breathing, so... Without the breath, energy cannot move. So that's number one is to access the breath. Yeah, yeah, I love Start that. Start breathing. I love that. Um, I have a question for you. How long do we, people hold their finger or have their hands on their chest? How long do you hold it? Mm-hmm. You can hold it anywhere between 3 and 20 minutes. It takes 20 minutes to complete one circulation pattern. So you can do a whole flow pattern in 20 minutes. Mm. You can hold it also for a minute. It's really when you start to feel this pulsation and you start to feel that it opens up. Um, for example, if you have a throat, something in your throat or like sore throat or something, you can hold uh, the first step of the stomach flow and you place your right hand on your left cheek and you place your left hand right underneath the left collarbone. And you will find that there's some tightness in that collarbone if you get very close to the center line. And so 
it could also be on the other side. And that's where you kind of have to feel, is it on the right side or is it on the left side? So feel where it feels congested. And congested means that it uh, feels a little bit tender. Yeah. And then when you hold it for a few minutes or however long it will take, um, it will start to open up. And the congestion or the tenderness starts to go. I like it. And I also am, uh, I really like how this, it, it kind of pulls us into our body and into our own self-care, which also came out in my little astrology check-in this morning. So we've got callers lining up. Yeah, let's go ahead, uh, bring somebody on. Okay, the first one will be uh, Donna calling in from Seattle. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hello. Um, I just wanted to, uh, you may have partially answered my question already, um, but I was calling to ask about what to do when you have anxiety. And I did hear what you said about placing the hands on the heart. Is there anything else that you can do for, like, when it's severe or you're panicking? Yes, uh, the easiest thing is to hold the index finger, and you can hold it already when you don't have an anxiety, because it also works preventative. So just holding the whole index finger will help, and make sure you're breathing. And and just just for clarity, I'm sorry, Donna, just for clarity about holding a finger, we're just wrapping the other hand all around it? Yes, if you're if you're right-handed, maybe it's easy to use your right hand. So you take your right hand and place it all the way around your left index finger. So you can hold the whole finger. Okay. And you can see which side feels comfortable for you, or you can do both sides, and that helps to harmonize anxiety and fear. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, Donna. Thanks for listening in. Thank you for calling. Yeah. The number at the radio station, 425-373-5527, We're taking live questions with Alexis Brink and the art of Jin Shin. Go ahead. Yep. And then uh, we'll take our second caller. It'll be Cole calling in from Seattle. Hi, Cole. Hey. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Cole. Hi, Cole. Hey, um, I, I work as a psychic healer, and I've been getting headaches when I work. And I've looked into my grounding and my alignment and my poor stability, and still I get these headaches when I use my psychic skills. I've tried Qigong and all this. So I, any suggestions you might have? Mm-hmm. Can you just tell me where the headache is? Is it on the side? They're either in the center of my forehead where my third eye is or around the temples. Right. Okay. So It's, it's almost not... as if the energy gets stuck in my head. You know, there's too much energy. <laughs> exactly. That's, well, that's exactly what I was going to say. So what, if there's a project above the waist, you want to pull it down. So one of the things you can, I'm going to give you two things. One is the big toes. And that will help to bring the energy down. So you put, just hold the pad of the big toe and the top of the big toe. So you kind of sandwich your hand around it. And you can go all the way into the tip of the toe. And then exhale. Because like you say, it, gets, it sounds like the energy is stuck in the head. This will bring the energy down. The other thing that you can do is hold the inside of your knees. 
also to bring the energy down. These are locations that are below the waist. So you can cross your, you, when you're sitting down, you can just cross your hands and place them on the inside of your knees. And you can even do that when, you're, when you are working, when you're in the middle of it and you feel that the energy gets stuck in your head, you want to pull it down. And you're just placing your hands on the inside of your knees, you're, just, you're not pressing. Yeah, you're not pressing and you wait for this pulsation to come up. This gentle pulsation, and that's that, that's when the energy begins to move, and you just hold it gently. And you will find that there is some congestion, again, a little bit of tenseness, so you can dig a little bit deeper initially to find the spot where exactly it is, and then you just let go and you just hold it. Got it. And the toe, you're just sandwiching your toe between your... Your thumb, you're holding your toe between your thumb and your forefinger. I'm not yep, quite clear. Exactly. Yeah, and so that's going to be hard to do in, while you're working. But is your thumb on the bottom or your thumb is on the top? Your thumb can be. It, you know, there's not that many rules, so it doesn't really matter. But I would place my thumb on the top, so it's on that uh, on on the nail, and then the index finger you can put on your uh, on the pad of the toe, which is safety energy location number seven. So you kind of sandwich it, and it's at the tip of the toe where the exhale becomes the inhale, and so it's you really bring the energy down there, and with the exhale you bring the energy down, because the energy moves down the front, and then the in, at the big toe it becomes the inhale and it moves up the back, so you get this cycle going. I'm sorry. So do I focus on the energy, or do I focus on just holding my toe and breathing? Yeah, just hold the toe and breathing because the rest is going to happen automatically. And I wait, I, let, I hold the toe until I feel the pulsation. Yeah, and by that you, by that time, you should, you will probably feel the the headache get less intense. So it's very subtle because it's energy, but you probably feel just less pressure in your head when you hold it for a few minutes. And do you have any clue why this is occurring? Like I used to not have this problem, and now I do. Well, I mean, I don't know. It could be if you're efforting a little bit, if it's maybe you're trying or you're getting to the doing or the trying. I mean, it's clearly getting into your head in, in some way. Mm-hmm. So okay. there's something that you can just uh, look at yourself to see what what is happening and what is different than when you used to do it. Let me repeat this back. So I hold the big toe and I just breathe, wait yeah. for the pulsation, let go. Put my hands on the inside of my knees. Doesn't matter which foot. Just hang out there. Wait for the pulsation. Let it go. Yeah, and you can hold it for longer. I mean, once the pulsation is is there, you will feel maybe it's really loud. So you want to wait till the pulsation harmonizes. So you can sit with it for a while because it's a comfortable hold to just sit like that. Right, Even right. When it's you're not sitting in your weird. office, it's, it's right. you know it's going to be comfortable. Yeah. So, cool. And what is your what is your website so I can get in touch with you? It's jinshininstitute.com. Jinshin Institute, J-I-N-S-H-I-N, institute.com is the website. And then I have the book that just came out yesterday, and everything is in there. Yeah. All this is simple self-help. Yeah. Very simple self-help. Thank you. Thanks so much, Cole. Thanks for calling, thank, Cole. Yeah, thank My you. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for your help. I hope that w- helps. And uh, we've got other people. Catherine yeah. from Seattle now. Catherine, welcome to the show. Hi. Hi, Catherine. Fascinating. 
Thanks for holding, Catherine. Sure. Um, I have uh, what feels like a pulled muscle on my upper inner right thigh. Mm-hmm. And it comes and goes. Oh, it comes and goes. And is it related to exercise? I don't think so. I don't think it's related to energy. I can't figure out what it's related to. Mm-hmm. Well, you say it's a muscle? Yeah. It okay, feels so like, you know, like a pulled muscle. Okay. So the easiest thing to do, uh, I'm going to give you two holds. The easiest one is to hold your index finger. That helps to harmonize fear. Okay. And its function is muscle the, of that of that energy level. So it helps muscle. And then the, is it on the right or the left? Right. Okay. My right facing out. So if you if you place your left hand over your right shoulder and okay. your right hand on the on the right sit bone, and then you can okay place see the, left hand over yeah. right shoulder. Yeah, so you can maybe even do it right now, and everybody okay. can do it because yeah. it helps okay. many many things. Or my phone is resting. And then your left hand. <laughs> Okay, left okay. hand. Left hand over right shoulder and your right hand on the right sit bone. Right hand. That seems doable. Yeah, <laughs> and then you can uh, feel where this tight muscle is with your right hand on the sit bone. On because bone. that's where the insertion of the muscle is somewhere. And it's maybe more on the inside. You said it's more on the inside of your leg. Yeah, yeah, so go, it's totally go. on the inside, okay, from the so, knee up, so you know. So from the knee up? I mean, the upper thigh. Okay, so do you feel tightness there? Do I feel what? Do you feel like it's, it's tight there if you play yeah, with yeah, your like right a, hand? like if you pull the muscle. That's exactly right. what it feels like. But when you place your hand there, do you can you can you access that tightness? Um, can you feel it? A little bit. Yeah. Okay, so you want to move, you want to place your hand where it feels tight to you, like, and then you hold it and you wait till it releases, which it will do. Okay. So I don't know how uh, if you say it's on the inside of the leg that should that should be helpful. Well, not the outside, the inner. Muscle. Yeah, the inner leg. So. Uh-huh. Yeah, so just place your right hand on where it feels tight and wait till just sit with it. You can just sit on the couch like that when you're okay. watching TV or something. And yeah. then uh, just hold it for a few minutes. Well, thank you very much. You're fascinating. Yeah, You're just fascinating. Thank you. <laughs> and thank I'm so going to look for your book. Thank you so much. It's on yeah, Amazon. Yeah, It's thank on you. Amazon. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks. Thanks, Catherine. Yeah, so this is Loretta Brown. My guest today, Alexis Brink, is taking uh, live calls to help you with the art of gentian. And... Um, yeah, your book is out there, Alexis. Where can people find it? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's in many of the bookstores, and if not, it's on uh, it's on Amazon. Okay, it's Simon and Schuster that published it, so you can also go to their website or directly to Amazon. Yeah, it's it. And for those of you listening, I've got the book right here. And if you're watching on the uh, little webcam, I'm showing it to you, and also showing you that it has it's beautifully illustrated. It's easy to uh, follow along, and you've got a great reference in the back for all kinds of things. Um, yeah. What what kind of different diseases can Jinshin help with? I mean, the concept is really that it can help anything because once the energy is flowing, the body can heal itself. Mm-hmm. 
um, what uh, I've treated is from back aches to headaches to I treat a lot of people who get cancer treatment, and it really helps them keeping mm. their immune system and their mm-hmm. counts up. And then, of course, I also teach them the self-help. And, you know, that's very empowering when you are on medicine that makes you feel out of control, that you can actually do things that make you feel better. Um, I also sometimes work with people for they come, you know, already for 30 years to me, and people build their own self-care routine um, that they practice every day. So this is really something that you make as a part of your life if you want to. Mm-hmm. And then um, my kids call me often, Mom, what do you do for this? What do you do for that, for themselves <laughs> or for their friends? And I'll give them a simple hold. So you can take it from a simple hold to a really to a self-care routine. And just to come back to your question, it, it also helps, uh, well, the immune system, blood pressure, heart, um, digestive, uh, actually, you name it, it, it does help. I love that. Okay, so let's take another caller, Benny. Time for one more. We'll take Janine calling in from Seattle. Hi, Janine. Hi. Hi, Janine. Hi, Janine. Hello. What can we help you with? Well, um, it's interesting because over the last year plus, um, I can really relate to uh, what Alexis is saying and the whole right side of my body. And I will repeatedly injure my right knee. Um, my right hip has been out, and I'm continually struggling with the right side. That's so interesting, and uh, so that that uh, then it has something to do with the doing and your lifestyle. So that is just that is not like a judgment. That is just something to observe and sure. learn about yourself. So I'll give you a quickie that helps the whole right side of your body, and we'll bring that up to speed. And it's, I don't know if you heard the previous one, but this one is similar. It's the, I'm going to teach you two steps. So first you place your left hand on your right shoulder, like a coat hanger, and you'll probably feel that there's some tightness in there. Mm-hmm. And then you place your right hand on the upper thigh in the groin area. And that will help to release the energy down the front. It helps to exhale. That helps everything to descend so that the energy can ascend up the back. So this hold will help everything on the back. So if you have back pain or tight muscles yes. or tight legs. Yep. And so you hold that for a few minutes. And then you place, you leave your left hand over the shoulder and you place your right hand on the sit bone. And that helps. That allows the energy to go up the back so that it can descend down the front. And so this helps the whole right side from head to toe. So Wonderful. Yes. This is called the supervisor flow, and so it helps to supervise the right side of the body. And then you can reverse it for the left side. Once your right side opens up, Janine, then you can... You can alternate and keep them both open because it's all about the balance between the right and the left side. It's keeping yeah. the right and left side in balance. That makes total sense. Thank you. Yes. So um, enjoy. Yeah. Thank you. You're thanks, welcome. Thanks for calling in. You know, we have fun with these holds, and it's very important <laughs> to remember. It's exploring and just feeling better, you know. Uh, I'm just thinking how wonderful it is you can do these anywhere. And, you know, I got a crazy sense of humor. I'm like, 
What if everybody in the movie theater was just doing gin shin, right? Or everybody watching sports? Well, Chris, we have to jump up and down a little bit, but um, you see it a lot on the streets. I mean, uh-huh. riding the subway in New York, people are holding their uh, seventeen, which is the outside of the wrist, mm. and that calms the nervous system and it calms the body. Uh. And a lot of people are holding that. Oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, so you see it around you all the time if you start to observe. A lot of people coming to see me have been talking about fatigue a lot, you know, and we don't know if that's, you know, what the source of that is. But do you have something that will help with fatigue? Mm-hmm. Yes. The easy, I'll give you again two holes, um, actually three. One is the middle finger helps fatigue. Okay. And so holding the middle finger. Another one is the palm. Mm. The palm of the hand. That helps all the energies. It's all inclusive. Mm-hmm. And then one more is if there is fatigue in the body, it tends to accumulate around the elbows. And so if somebody is deeply depleted and deeply fatigued, either on the right side or left side, right underneath the elbow, you will find, uh, again, it's this congestion. It actually feels full. Mm. And so you want to hold that. And that's on safety energy location number 19. And all of these locations have different spiritual meanings as well. And so that's why we learn so much studying Jinshan. You learn so much about yourself as you start to understand these 26 locations. I love it. Well, thank you so much. This is Loretta Brown, my guest today, Alexis Brink. The Art of Jinshan. You should just get the book. And then reach out and connect with Alexis through your website, which is, where's your website, Alexis? It's jinshininstitute.com, J-I-N-S-H-I-N, institute.com. I love it. So remember, yeah, yeah, please connect with her, uh, get more information, and remember the Japanese practice of, of the healing art of jinshin, and you can heal with your fingertips. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. This show is archived. You can listen to it over and over again. Thank you, Alexis. Blessings to you.